All right, everyone, this is Chris Munn. I'm one of the hosts of Inner Demons, the Ghost Rider podcast. And with me, as always, is my co-host, me, Brian Biggie. And you're listening to Marvel's Damnation crossover event on Sons of the Dragon, the net's best podcast for the immortal Iron Fist. Hey, guys, it's Roger Reyes here, artist of Marvel's Damnation comic book event. Welcome to the podcast crossover between Inner Demons, Sons of the Dragon, Defenders TV Podcast, and Into the Night. Every issue reviewed, all time books discussed. May all be damaged. Tell me though, what's his technique? That last strike. <laughs> Hi everyone. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, good. So yes, welcome to uh, Sons of the Dragon, Immortal Iron Fist podcast. We are going to walk you through um, Iron Fist seventy-eight. Um, Part of Damnation. Yes, we're going to do it a little bit differently from normal because we're going to assume that we may have people coming in from other quarters who aren't so uh, knowledgeable about Iron Fist. Uh, not that I'm saying I won't get anything wrong. Just want to put that out there. Uh, who are more knowledgeable, you know? So we're going to try and go like deal with like what's what what is true about the what's given, what inconsistencies we see. And hopefully give you a little bit of an insight in how we feel the crossover deals with our boy. Um, and yeah, so shall we get into it? Well, Connor isn't here with us today because yes. he's actually sick, but he's still the one who edits this and does the show notes. Yes. So if you're listening to this right now and you don't know Iron Fist's history and you don't want us diving into it, Look to the show notes. He will probably comment where you can skip to time-wise. Because you might want to find out some of these facts for yourself in reading the original issues or the uh, Mortal Iron Fist or the Immortal Weapon Iron Fist. Depending on which bit of the history you want. But yeah, um, yeah, and co- this is also the reason we're recording a week after the comic came out. Because we were, we really wanted all three of us to be here and Connor was desperately hoping he'd be better, but he isn't. So, all love to Connor, and Godspeed with your recovery, and, uh, you know, hopefully you'll be here for the next one, because I think the next issue will be, uh, hopefully, something quite special. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Stop, stop putting spoilers at the beginning. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I hopefully, Eli, I'm already going to get a dig for, I spoiled this issue for Connor. I'm going to say that right up front. So when we read out Connor's email and he mentions being spoiled, you all know who did it. It was me. So, um, <laughs> so On the yeah. first page, we have a special note saying this story takes place after the events of Doctor Strange, Damnation number three. Right. So how do we want to deal with that? Are we OK spoiling why that matters? I think we kind of have to. I think I think it may. I mean, you have to. We can't really discuss inconsistencies in the background without discussing why he's having a flashback. So, if and you don't uh, want to know, skip ahead like two minutes. Again, check the show notes. Yeah. Um. So, in Damnation number three, Iron Fist gets the penance stare. And that is what leads into this issue. And I believe, was it from, shoot, was it from Black Panther or was it from Hawkeye? I don't remember. It's been it's a from one of those two. It, but it's from one of those two, yeah. Um, I think Hawkeye, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, so we have Ed Brisson, the writer, Damien Cusiero, the new artist for Iron Fist. Uh, Andy Troy, colour artist, VCs Travis Lanham, letterer, and Jeff DeCal is still doing the covers. And it's a nice little cover of uh, lots of casino iconography. We've got Las yes. Vegas in the background. Mephisto. It's a very, very good image. Yeah. Iron, Iron Fist is back to having some type of moustache. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and goatee. Yeah, why not? Um, and then like a set of cards and a couple of dice rolling the number seven. Lucky seven. Yes. That's or for is crap. it? That's for craps, right? I don't know. I'm not very good on gambling. Yep. So. Yay! Mm-hmm. Pop culture has taught me. <laughs> uh, do you want to discuss the artist? Uh, and his Pinto. different style. I no, really his different like style. Why? Yes, I have. I have no issue with it whatsoever. No, I don't. I really like it. Um, it is. I mean, obviously, like you know, I love Mike Perkins, and he is missed. Uh, if you're going to switch over, this is a good issue to switch over on. I think because it goes into flashbacks, but I think it's a really nice, clean style. Yes. Um. Yeah, I have no problems about it at all. And uh, so, yeah, so let's get into this penance stare stroke flashback. In a normal comic, it would be a flashback. We have to remember that this is a penance stare, so it's somewhat moderated by how Danny feels about himself. But there are still inconsistencies, I believe, that we will get to. Yes. Yes. So the first page starts off with Danny, as he is now, but with the high collar. And the high collar comes and goes a bit in his costumes, but we're out of the uh, grey and the grey tracksuit back into his uh, normal, his old, well, his most famous costume. I think it's probably the safest way to say it. Uh, the well, except, green and yellow. except for the boots, but that could have been a colouring mistake. Right, and, and let's assume it probably was, because mm-hmm. that's probably not the kind of thing that he'd just get wrong. He's in snow. So, for those of us who know Iron Fist, who are fairly good to know where we're going, it's never a good idea when he starts in snow. So, And he starts off, like, not really sure what's going. Last thing I remember, I was in Vegas. He remembers Mephisto. And Uh this isn't Vegas. It feels like it can't be. And a little voice bubble from out the corner saying, Harold, pull me up. So, we are going into Iron Fist's origin story uh which is somewhat Danny is not happy about it no because this is seriously the most traumatic thing in his life um is what we're about to go through in the next few panels um and hopefully this will give you a good um idea of what happens so I I quite like how the art depicts this as well we're panelless in all of this it's all Mm -hmm. done as one page spreads of like so it gives that kind of idea of like uh, thoughts bleeding into each other Um, and you can see in the distance someone falling off a cliff uh, and Danny running over saying dad so this is this is his origin his dad was pushed off a cliff by the guy standing on the cliff his friend his dad's friend Harold Harold Meacham for those of you who haven't seen the TV show or know the name. Um, And Danny reaches his dad as his dad's bloody and, you know. um, And then we get, like, zombie dad. He turns immediately into zombie dad, saying, I did this for you, Danny. I died so you could be more, so you could do something great. But you failed me, Danny. You failed me and you failed your mother. The cables are installing into his face inside of head. Yeah. And his fingers are starting to get pointy. Yeah. He's... And then we see he's transforming into what happens from immortal weapons. Yes. Yes, which is, I thought, a very nice touch. And uh-huh. that's, a, that's a deep dive of just saying we, we know all of this. Um, but the minute he mentions your mother... You get a a voice bubble from the next page saying, Danny, run, run. And he's immediately going to switch to what happened to his mom. And the the father is already saying, you can't say it for you. You're already too late. Yeah. You're always too late. Yeah. So we come, the scene is his mom in the middle of a pack of wolves with one of the wolves now saying it's too late. Now, let me ask you this, Rebecca. Mm Mm-hmm. That scene of just the mother surrounded by the wolves. Doesn't that dead on look like car art? Yeah, it looks very much like it. Yeah, like Carrie Andrews. Um, 
it, it's... Is it Carrie? I cannot... I don't know. I even, I, I I even looked up stuff Carrie, online on how to pronounce it. I don't know. I, I've always said Carrie because it seems like more of a normal name, but I don't know. Do I, do I, do I know? <laughs> and I assume the wolf talking is what's her name? Could be. Yeah. There's a wolf that comes into it later um, whose name is like escaping me at the moment. But she has a wonderful outfit. Yeah, she does. So he runs in to try and get the wolves away from her while the wolves are saying she always dies. And uh, I think what we should say in the origin is his mother sacrificed herself to save his life to a pack yes. of wolves, which isn't explicit in here, but that's the only little... And it's just after his dad died. So if you're beginning to like mount on childhood trauma, there you go. That's um, why, why Danny doesn't crawl into a ball and cry uncontrollably every snowstorm in New York is... <laughs> unknown why because of the trauma he suffered in this snowstorm yeah it's it's really bad and then the other very important bit is that his mum with her dying breath pretty much um tells him to go and get revenge on harold meacham which if you go back to the original issues she kind of did with her not last dying breath she was like pumping it into danny's head as they were walking through the snow so the whole revenge thing is pretty much from his mom. And he's like, I promise you, mom, I promise you. And again, voice from the next page, liar. As mom disappears into what, like shreds of paper in the wind. And now we get baby Danny versus old Danny. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z Danny. Yes. Oh, bless him. In his little outfit. You made a promise, but you lied. No, lied. Mommy and Daddy died for you, for us. Also, you could become this, as baby Danny is pointing at the symbol on her fist chest. All those years of training, of turning us into the perfect weapon, with only one goal in mind. And now we're in Harold Meacham's office. With Harold in his wheelchair in the background. Yeah, which is the other thing you should know if you've only seen it from the film, uh, from the TV, <laughs> is that Harold Meacham is disabled in the comic eventually, not when he pushes Danny's dad off the cliff by the time Danny finds him. Yes, now Rebecca. Yes. I was so hoping, because things are different, things are changing, things are slightly off yeah. so far, that I was, I was hoping once I saw this scene, that we would actually get Harold to stand up out of the chair. That would have been quite... That would have been heartbreaking. And that he was lying and fooling Danny the whole time. But it doesn't happen, unfortunately. Harold Meacham is without legs, still is without legs. That doesn't change. They don't go into what happened here. We're not going to go into why he doesn't have legs here, because he has legs when he kicks... um, Danny's father off the yeah. cliff. But if that's, that's in um, Immortal Iron Fist, if you want to read that bit of the background, like why mm-hmm. Harold Meacham doesn't have legs. And so now Danny is arguing with his younger self because his younger self saying, you couldn't even avenge mummy and daddy's death. You broke the promise. And Danny's like, but his life was already ruined. He was a pathetic old man. Letting him live was the punishment. He wanted to die. And I denied him that. And, Baby Danny is like, did you or did he know what you wanted and concocted a ridiculous story, played the feeble old man so that you wouldn't kill him? Um, Which is exactly what you're saying there. Um, And then another stepped in to ensure that you'd never deliver on our promise. And you see the ninja killing Harold, which is what happened. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't think we need to explain the ninja because that will get very complicated. (laughs) (laughs) But um, the ninja turns around and and says, does family mean so little to you, Danny? Uh, So here's where things are merging a bit and not quite playing. Yes, Uh, because the ninja was not Danny's half-sister. Yes, right, in in the original. So here, but Danny does have a Mm half-sister. So, um, which not many people know. 
because it's not referenced in all that many comics. I think the first time he found out was Power Man 9 for 75, when they first mm. came back to Power Man. No, actually, I think it's Marvel Premiere 17 or 18. Oh, really? That early? Yep. I thought it was when he they went back to Kunlun. But either way, it's, that, sh- that might show you the distance between how often she's referenced, and then she's not really properly referenced again for a little while. Uh, so here's Miranda, who uh, is Danny's dad's child with a Kunlun woman. If you're wondering which is the half, it's his dad. Um Oh, she actually says it. Your mother and your father, our father, gave their lives for you. I gave my life for you. And then she switches into her... God, what's the character she... What's the thing she plays? She switches oh, into God. her outfit. She I, goes, I don't remember. Yeah. That was the three-issue miniseries back in the 90s. Yeah, where she becomes a bit of a baddie and fights him. Um, because she's forced to. Um, and she said, I died twice to save you. Why does everyone have to die just so you can live, Danny? Which is really his biggest trauma and that's why it's so good that it's the penance there thing because it probably is the one of the things you feel guilty about um and he's like and he starts crying and danny doesn't cry very often that is canon <laughs> luke cage says something like he's only seen him cry twice and i think we've seen him cry twice since then so we're talking about not very often considering how tr- because he's been trained and beaten up by all these monks to like suppress a lot of feelings um but as you said i didn't even know i didn't know you were my sister i tried to find you she says lies and then we get this spectacular little panel (laughs) of nightmares of nightmares of all these branches popping out of her face out of her mouth her eyes um big red splurt in the background she's saying you left me um, you left me with the Hylithra. Ah, there you go. The plant people. So, that's all you need to know about them. They're like Kunlun's sworn enemies. They are living plant people who live around Kunlun. And not only have they had Miranda, but they also had Danny for... When Danny first dies... <laughs> <laughs> when Danny first dies, it is retconned that he was actually with the uh, plant people so <laughs> that's uh and then oh and then we get to see them let my sister go you bastards and then we get danny in his red outfit coming out at the bottom of the page so interesting what can you tell me about the red outfit carl and why we should care <laughs> Because I think this is interesting. I think even in a penance stare, this is the bit I'm not sure about, like why he would imagine himself in the red. All right. The, uh, in the um, original Power Man and Iron Fist run towards the end, um, he believe, I believe he was wounded by a nuclear weapon. And yes, he actually yes, he had radiation. S- yeah. survives a nuclear weapon blast. And... Uh, they go back to Kunlun so he can help heal because he needs uh, advice from the Thunderer. Yeah. And then in the process, Danny, um, Luke is out doing something and then he meets back up with Danny and Danny is wearing the red outfit. I don't think at that time it was explained why he was wearing a red outfit. It was a total retcon towards the end or whether it was retcon or not, it fitted in with the story they decided to tell about why Danny had, uh, like, yeah. So, um... So they go back to New York City. Like, 20 issues transpire. They meet Super Kid, who is... Captain Hero. Is Captain Hero. Who winds up in a fit of rage, punching Iron Fist and killing him through a wall of, like, the 10th floor building. Yeah, and it's interesting because that's actually the first time you see him cry in comics is when the kid di- the kid's close to dying, and he gets all the Avengers in, and he's doing his- he's just learned how to chi heal himself, or he's had it explained to him better. So he's try he's giving everything he can to this kid, and eventually the kid wakes up and 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 kills him. But 
<laughs> in in the process of it's all comics, um, it eventually transpires he's actually the Super Scroll, right? I believe that's been messed with. Yeah, that's the that's the problem. Um, there was talk that he was a Super Scroll. There was talk that, well, first of all, he dies. Yeah. To all intents and purposes, he's dead. They have a, they have a funeral. They say he was born in 1970 or 1972. I can't remember. That's his actual date of birth on a tombstone. You can look it up. Mm-hmm. Um, then years go by with zero iron fist. And then John Byrne. In his Namor run brings Danny all of a sudden makes miraculous appearance on a TV show that someone is watching. I believe it was Misty Knight and Danny is somewhere and he's just like, Oh, I've just been laying low. So Misty and Colleen go to investigate. Um, they show him training, punching through stuff, blah, blah, blah. He just claims, Oh, it's no big deal. And for whatever's going on, cause I can't remember cause it's, Actually, not that really good of a story. No, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Because even even Wolverine is involved. Wolverine is, like, infected by the Highly Three. Yeah. Or however you want to pronounce them. I never The plant people. (laughs) And uh, so they wind up going to Kunlun, and they find a shriveled-up Danny in one of their pods, which is what they did to Miranda. Yeah. Also in the, like Marvel premiere sixteen seventeen or eighteen or in that area. Yeah, so they def- so he's been like they've been using him as plant food, and the Danny who's out in the world is the scroll. Yeah. Yes, that Danny is a hundred percent a super scroll. Yeah. So the red costume is he says it's because he wasn't worthy, right? So the costume changes color. Well. Later on. <laughs> this is really, this is the most complicated page, trust me. Um, yes, during a fight, he like, I think he like beats the crap out of somebody. That When when real Danny comes back, Danny, of course, somehow with the help of Misty Knight and Colleen Wing and brain-scrambled Wolverine Namor, beat the Super Scroll. Yeah. <clears throat> who is impersonating Danny. And then, yay, Danny's back. And then he goes, Super Scroll never had an outfit. Yeah. And uh, so he's back in his green outfit doing adventures and whatnot. And I think he basically comes up on a bad guy who's on a roof. And I can't remember if the bad guy accidentally falls off the roof and dies during the fight, or if Danny just comes up on him while he's not paying attention and whoops his ass. So basically, he, he jumped him from behind and gave him no heads up. He Just because there was a bad guy up on the roof, he went up there, went up behind him, kicked his ass. The suit magically turns red in front of all of us to see. And that's when the excuse was, like, he shamed the name or shamed the title. And he has to redeem himself somehow for the outfit to turn back to green. Yeah. Which would, again, make more sense if it was the symbiote it was supposed to be. But, again, that's right. stuff we've discussed in other podcasts. Iron Fist's uniform was actually supposed to be the Venom Cenobite before it became what it became in, in Spider-Man to become Venom. Yes. So Now, also, in the... Black Panther issues where Mephisto or someone pretending to be Mephisto, again, this is more confusing stuff, (coughs) takes over Danny. Danny becomes possessed. His outfit again turns red. Yeah. Yeah. So so the the red costume has in issues signified this. He also did wear it in this period, but in the, for the for the sake of this comic, it's just red costume Danny fighting green costume Danny, 
which is is quite good for letting you know that one's past adult Danny and one's current adult Danny, um, regardless of all the other stuff. But that's why it's a page that kind of you'll hear us joke about the red outfit, um, <clears throat> maybe sometimes about the blue outfit. Who knows? Uh, <clears throat> but they have a fight, and the red ones like you know embrace the anger, the hatred, give in, yield. Danny's like never, and then the red one like kicks him to the floor. And when he gets up, he's surrounded by all these people from his past. So you've got the uh, plant people, Miranda, baby Danny, Harold, and lots of demons. Because mm-hmm. just remember, we're now in damnation. Uh, Danny's apologizing. And baby Danny's like, you belong here, Danny. Everything you've done, you're always failing. All the lives you've sacrificed with nothing in return, you deserve this. And from the next page, we get take his hand, iron fist. And it's Mephisto saying, this is where you belong. Right. And also, bad Iron Fist, the red version, kicked the old costume off of Danny. So he is in his current costume here also. Yes. Oh, yeah, I didn't notice that. You're right. He's now in. So this is kind of the end of the penance stare, I guess. And the beginning of, like, he's now in hell. Where he believes, for this moment, he deserves to be. But then a white-haired man in the back says, "Don't do it, kid." Um, and we'll do. Danny turns and says, "Henry Rollins." No, he <laughs> says Orson. Right. And um, those of you who don't know who Orson is, yeah, Connor is now crying. <laughs> <laughs> we all are. Honestly, we all are. We love Orson. Um, so Orson is actually. 65th or 64th? I think 65th. I think 65th. Danny's the 67th. I thought he was the 66th. Oh, Danny then Orson's the mm, Yeah, Orson must be the 6th. There's not one in between them. It was supposed to be um, Wendell, but it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah. <coughs> so Orson is another Iron Fist. Uh who knew Danny's dad and who's very cool and uses guns to channel his chi sometimes. So he does gun foo, which we've got to love. And he arrives in Immortal Iron Fist. And there are two Iron Fists out at the same time. Not really explained entirely. Doesn't really need to be. But he helps Danny... Uh, understand about being Iron Fist and he sort of teams up with him and we've not seen him since, I don't think. Well, in in Immortal Iron Fist, he technically dies. Technically, yes. Well, so. not not technically. He, he straight does. up dies. Yes. So and this is Dan- a, you know. Danny actually thrusts his hands into Orson's opened, cracked chest like the original time he got the Iron Fist power with the cauldron in the cave that held the dragon's heart, he does the same thing to Orson's body to get his power. So that's why Danny becomes stronger recently, because yeah. of his... Because there is a point in Immortal Iron Fist where he says I fe- he's feeling weaker because somebody else is using the Iron Fist. <laughs> so, um... So, yeah, Danny's not unsurprisingly a little bit shocked to see Orson. He's like, wait, hold on, Orson? Uh, and Orson says, you're stronger than this is, than this. None of this is real. Open your eyes. And then Orson, and then Danny's like, but everyone's right. You know, I did all these things. You all died for me. Me living always means someone else dies. I can't let it happen anymore. And Orson's like, the devil's trying to play you. Don't let him. And then we get another little person, little, little person. Possibly not the best description for Fat Cobra. Then we get uh, Fat Cobra saying, Daniel. And he comes in, punches Danny in the face and says, wake up. So, Fat Cobra is one of the other immortal weapons. So, in which you meet in Immortal Iron Fist. You're beginning to see how iconic a run this is for Iron Fist. Um, there's, uh, There's a bit where he goes out and he has to meet the other immortal weapons and they have a tournament and then they become they 
join up together to do a little quest. We're not going to go into the details of it, but one of them's Fat Cobra, and he rocks. Uh, yes, and this is the point in the comic that Connor can put in the show notes that we're going to stop talking about the history or the fact that Iron Fist is now in his third outfit. <laughs> yep, now he's in his absolute today outfit. So this is how you know he's woken up properly. He's back in his tracksuit. Um, and he's uh, nursing a bit of a headache from being slugged in the head by Fat Cobra. Um, and Fat Cobra's like, going, yeah, I had to administer a ten-finger lightning slap to bring you back from your catatonic state. So that, everyone, is how you get everyone out of the penance stare. All you need to know, ten-finger lightning slap. Almost kill him, and they'll snap out of the penance stare, because most of the people at Ghost Rider penance stares are gibbering, drooling, yeah. scaredy cats for the rest of their lives. So this is impressive right here that Danny seems to come out rather unaffected, yeah. or so we think so far. And it's very cool because you've got Las Vegas literally burning in the background. Like New York, New York's on fire. All the billboards have got demons on that say hell. Demons are ravaging down the street and everything's on fire. <laughs> and like, and Fat Cobra's like going, uh, now you're awake. Can you tell me what's going on? Where's the hookers? That's what yeah. saying. God bless him. Oh, there he says, I was fighting Hawkeye. I was, uh, he was possessed, all ghost ridery. Next thing I know, I'm in my own personal hell. And he's like, damn it, I got penanced. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so great. And that's the, you see, that's another one. Like, I, this is why I like Ed Brisson. That's the kind of Danny Quip I like. You know, it's funny, but not stupid. It's like, uh, and then uh, Fat Cobra goes, well, I don't know what that means, which is great as well. Because, you know, like we, we take, we sometimes take it for granted that everyone will know all these things. Um, and Danny says, all my past failures and guilt come to life. It's a lot to unpack. And he's like, wait, what are you doing here? And Fat Cobra's like, I've told, <laughs> told Vegas is where you can find an endless supply of cheap, cheap alcohol and cheaper women, cheaper women. Um, so that's kind of funny. And then Danny's explained to him that it's all to do with Mephisto. He's turning people into demons. And then Fat Cobra says, I saw posters for your fights and I thought I'd come support you. And again, Danny's like, wait, what? It has to be his, like, catchphrase for this issue. Wait, what? Mm -hmm. um, and then there's a pack of demons coming up on them from behind. And now we have a, a fight break. Yes, fight break, because you need a fight break. Uh, uh, they hear somebody call for help, correct? Yep. And as, as Ed's been doing the run, the fights th throughout the run, we get the little red boxes saying which move they're using and the uh, artist's interpretation of that move. Uh, they save this couple that they were trying to save, but they've already been turned into demons. And they keep, and now they're fighting demons because you know this is what they do. They that's what they do. They're weapons. They fight, but they're chatting at the same time. And Danny's like, "Wait, what? Wait, uh, what fight? What posters?" And Fat Cobra's like, "What? You haven't seen them?" And Danny's like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." Uh, so this is when this is when we get the idea of what we're getting in for with this little mini arc. Iron Fist fight for his soul only at the Hotel Inferno. The posts are all over the city. I'm surprised you didn't see them. And Danny's like, I've been a little bit too busy trying to stop Mephisto's takeover of Las Vegas. And then says it must be another of Mephisto's tricks. And as each of these pages, each of these panels, more demons are closing in on them. Yep. And it's getting more and more claustrophobic until the last panel. You can really only see the backs of demons and a few faces. And then, boom! The Iron Fist comes out. And Danny basically blows them all away with an Iron Fist strike. We don't get a name for that one, though. No, that's just the Iron Fist strike. And now demons are scattered everywhere. Fat Cobra's just looking around, and he's like, okay, let's hit the Hotel Inferno and see what the hell this fight nonsense is, nonsense is about. As long as they serve ale, says Fat Cobra. Fighting demons make me thirsty for ale. Everything makes you thirsty for ale. As Danny walks off. And then he finds a poster. Yep. Watch Iron Fist fight for his soul. Can the Kung, Kung Fu Master defeat 24 men in 24 hours? Only at the Hotel Inferno. 
It's not a very well-designed poster. I'm just saying. I also got to admit, 24 men in 24 hours. Yeah, pretty much. For an iron fist, that's nothing. Yeah. So (laughs) we'll have to assume they're not going to be normal men anyway. Uh, And then they get to the uh, Hotel Inferno, looking great as it is. Walk through the casino. The casino, some really nice details here from uh, Cusiero, like an eyeball in the roulette wheel. Mm-hmm. Which is really nice. Uh, I love Fat Cobra because, like, you know, they're fighting demons or whatever. He's still like, bring me lager. <laughs> He's not going to deviate from his path to drink as much as possible. Um, although, and then he, he asks for a beer wench, and Danny's like, can you, like, let's not call them wenches. <laughs> Don't call waitresses wenches. Why? Because that's hard. Why? To answer. Because it's it's an insult. I don't mean it as such. I love my wenches. And Danny's just please beer. just stop. And then they're walking into the Coliseum now that has the sign above the big art, the big giant entranceway of Iron Fist fighting for his soul. Yeah. Now they're in the Coliseum, and there's a octagon ring in the center, and we have an absolutely full crowd. Yes, of humans and demons shouting, and someone is fighting down below. And again, it's really cute. They've got like Iron Fist T-shirts on. Little demon girl's got an I Love Iron Fist T-shirt on. Very cute. Iron Cobra leaves a concessions demon of his entire tray of beer and says bring me another tray hastily and iron fist is like hey demon guy tell me who's that fighting and demon guy says iron fist man he's fighting some dude sanyo something it's like his 10th fight he's been decimating them out on the map but i'm iron fist and then we get my favorite line in the entire comic whatever fanboy i put on a flag costume it don't make me captain america (laughs) And Danny, <laughs> I'm not a fanboy. This fat Cobra's just pounding a brew in the yeah, background. Yeah, fat Cobra doesn't care at this point. Uh, so then we go back to we now intercutting the fights with what Fat Cobra and Danny are doing. So we see someone give someone else a kick to the face. Good fortune, thunder kick to the face. Exactly. Correct. Uh, Danny goes holy crap <laughs> as running down towards the cage. Dragon Dawn Strike. This tattooed opponent is getting a right. Yeah. Well, it's not an uppercut, so it's more of just a right cross to the side of his head. His blood splats all over the mat. Yeah. And Danny's like, it can't be. Is Is that? Then we see another stomping yak heel attack. I think this is just stomping on someone's chest. It says blood splatters out of the person's mouth with a skirlunk. And now a demon is holding the winner's hand high in the air, and we see that person is the, the winner, winner by first round elimination and still undefeated is Orson Randall, the Iron Fist. So dun dun dun. Pretty exciting. Pretty exciting. So, what did you think of that when you first read it? Well, it's definitely interesting. Uh, Orson Randall is in hell for a number of reasons. Mm-hmm. Probably some of them is what he did to get heroin. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, because Orson Randall, again, this is some more stuff in the past, leaves Kenlon. And to shut off an escape being attached to the power that is the Chi of the Dragon. He becomes a heavy drug user. And somehow that disconnects him. Mm-hmm. Now, how that magically made the dragon come back in order to grant Danny the power to be Iron Fist, that has never been discussed. Yeah, that's uh, a little being glossed over. Um, I think what I'll do now, I'll, if I'm going to read out now what Connor sent me, and then we can see if there's okay. anything else to discuss in that. Because now we, because I don't want to go through it in in advance, because it touches on a lot of what we talked about. So Connor says he loved the issue. Uh, he said the cover's one of his favourites of the whole run. Um, he said he likes the 
touch of the catch-up page being red instead of the usual yellow. So that's the one just inside the cover. Um, uh, he said the origin recap was neat, um, I guess. I like how they tied in the one merging with Wendell after he fell. And the Red Iron Fist, a.k.a. Plant Person Iron Fist. We've discussed how confusing that all is. And hey, Miranda, don't remember her dying when she came back, though. I think Danny thought she died and she sailed off into the sunset. Nope, just checked. It's left quite ambiguous. She does, but then it says it could just be wishful thinking with a sad face in the background. That is true. She doesn't. There's no body in that three-issue miniseries. There's an explosion and her body is never found. So that's a potential so, for the future. Yes, Miranda uh, can make a re reappearance for a third time. Then he says, now Fat Cobra's back. Awesome. What the hell have the other weapons been up to? Especially the Prince of Orphans. Last we saw, he was in Kunlun. Uh, I love the reveal at the end, though it was spoiled. Thank you, Rebecca. He didn't say <laughs> that. I'm adding that because he was very nice and didn't name me. Uh, Orson is back, baby, and he's fighting frigging demons in the octagon. Why is this series being cancelled? <laughs> Very excited for the next issue. Uh, I think I think we can agree with almost all of that. I um I finished reading it and I thought, ha, huh, it's finished, and like not that much happened because I know the origin and that's cool. Um, and I all I could think was I really want the next issue right now because I want to know what's Orson up to, what's he doing. He's already, you know, he's already. We all thought it would be Danny fighting these twenty-four guys. So uh, yeah, I think uh, it was in the same way as the Ben Riley first tie-in didn't really do much. This one did a hell of a lot more, but all it really did was got me excited for the next one. So. Uh, Dropping Ben Riley in there, huh? I I did it on the um the Moonlight podcast, so um I sort of guested with them for the first Ben Riley tie in for the damnation event. So uh, uh garbage truck will travel. Pretty much. You know, good old Ben I quite like Ben after reading him in this event, I have to say, uh didn't know much about him beforehand, so Oh really? You yeah. have to you have no, to I tried with your it. No, 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 no. You're, um, don't read the original Spider-Man issues where the whole clone thing happens and we meet Ben, because that is a hot mess. Yeah, I couldn't. I tried, and I just, I had to put it down. It was hurting me. Just find the sensational Spider-Man. Okay. The, the volume one that started with Ben. That's when Ben actually got his first book. Okay, cool. And... I mean, the issues are practically Deadpool issues. That he does have that that um he does have that feel to him. And then I'm, that's the only Spider-Man book I ever collected because it was so good. Ah, cool. And and then they decided they were going to Marvel decided to kill him. Mm. So he explodes in a puff of green smoke in one of the issues, and then they just slipped Peter back in. And tried to continue the book, and then after that, I believe it was finally cancelled because they even changed the writing style. Mm. But back to Iron Fist. We should probably get back to Iron Fist. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's that much more to discuss about it, because this was very much uh, um, sort of what would happen if he got penance stared, which I thought was fair. I don't think there's anything I'd... Partic- I might add some of how shitty he was Oh, I'm not even going to say that. We're going to have a fight if I say that. Um, how not great a boyfriend he has been at times. Or maybe something with Luke. Or maybe something... Although he's been pretty good to Luke, really. Um, but it's interesting that all of his guilt is centred in his childhood, really. And then the not... Yeah. Because I think that is the heart of Danny's character. Is anything's happened since is mistakes we all make, but this is the one where he really feels like his mom really kind of almost to abusively made him swear revenge, mm-hmm. and that shaped everything. And then he, as an adult, made the choice not to take revenge. Because... I also was surprised we didn't see anything of the child that didn't happen. Yeah, Bendis, I, I hate you for that, Bendis. We all hate you for that, Bendis. Uh, Bendis. Retconned a pregnancy 
So, um, yeah. Um, but I, I think if it, if they'd gone into any of that, that might have become the whole issue. And I think they got the core of like these are probably the things he feels worst about, um, which I like. So uh, because I'm I'm glad it, I'm glad we got action and some progression of the plot in amongst the sort of penance there background because it means we definitely have something to look forward to uh, for the next issue, which is going to be. I mean, I'm dying to see Orson and Danny have a chat again. Well, I don't know what's going on with the next cover. <laughs> I haven't seen it, I don't think. Oh, it's in the back of the issue. Oh, then I have seen it. I lied. Yeah, I it's, thought it was uh, a pretty bland cover, I thought. It's well, just I don't, running forward, right? Yeah, yeah, but he's in the cage. Yeah, but that... And there's two, there's two fists in front of him, but I don't see how that can be Orson, because one, no, they're they, red, they have they, long fingernails, and they have... Well, appear to be spikes coming out of the back of their hands. They look like Mephisto to me, honestly. So I don't know if Danny takes Orson's place in this wonderful fight or not, because it's kind of implied there. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I like the issue. I'm 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 like the new artist. I'm oh, yeah. I'm with Connor on the I'm not ready to let Iron Fist go while it's being good. <laughs> uh. But who knows? We we don't. I mean, Marvel hasn't entirely given their their new lineup yet, so we don't really. We just know there's no Iron Fist solicited for May or June. Right. Because isn't the whole thing being rebooted once again? And they just announced a few days ago the Fantastic Four is coming back. It seems that it seems that it's. I don't know how much of a reboot it is, but we are getting a new set of comic titles. Uh, so I guess they're clearing out ones that haven't been selling well and giving it another go with ones they hope will sell better. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, like <clears throat> people are very like snarky about it and stuff. I don't. I don't know what they're supposed to do as a business if they've got a comic that isn't selling well. You know, I'd love them to support them forever. Right. Uh, and there are some that they support more than others because I think they target certain demographics like um some of the books that are aimed more towards children that sell very well in trade and we don't mm -hmm. have those figures and right. um but it's hard to make an argument that the iron fists and the luke cages of the world are doing that so right and, and marvel can't like go to these artists and writers going oh you know what well your book is selling like crap and We'll, we'll keep it going, but we'll only do digital. We won't print it anymore, oh, and we're also going to pay you half as much. Yeah, I mean, or, you know, like, it's, it's just really hard, because, you know, like, it, you have to, I have to moderate what I want to read with what's making financial sense. Uh, and they are a business. So, yeah, it seems like a lot of reboots, a lot of number ones, but I don't know what else you do except give it another go. Uh, I mean, like, we're going to get the 10,000 BC Iron Fist is going to be in the Avengers comic. Mm -hmm. So there's some presence there. We don't know what other teams are going to come. Or if there'll be another Power Man Iron Fist, you know, like, or if there'll be another, or Heroes for Hire, or the Defenders. And while all of the shows are still on Netflix, there's always a chance. I'm kind of sad that we're losing Ed Brisson. Mm -hmm. um, because he really does, like... Seem to have done his homework. Yeah. So. And uh, also, according to the internet, we have a guest appearance in this issue. Which, upon looking back at the artwork, I can totally see. And that is when they first enter the casino and Fat Cobra is taking his steins of lager. Mm -hmm. uh, Hunter S. Thompson is sitting oh, at yeah, the craps table. That's cool. Or not crafts, a uh, roulette table. Yeah. That's sweet. That's another yes, ex touch. Excellent issue. Yeah. Interesting, to say the least. Uh, more importantly, is where it will go from here, and will Danny be able to save Orson's soul? Which I'm hoping is where we're going. So... What you need to do now is, if you're interested in any more of the Damnation stuff, is go listen to the other podcasts who are talking about it. 
So that's Defenders TV podcast and reviewing the Doctor Strange issues. Uh, Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast are doing the Ben Riley issues and Inner Demon, the Ghost Rider podcast are going to do the Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider issue and I can't remember who's doing Damnation 3. Or who or, uh, is it is Into the Night? Inner Demon's Ghost Rider podcast did uh, Damnation 3. Alright, because uh, who's um, doing the Scarlet Spider? That's Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast, because there's no Moon Knight specific issues. Uh, yeah, excellent. And then our next issue is released next week. So we should be back relatively soon with our next issue, which is yes. the good part about uh, doing this a little bit late. Um, so, yeah, we don't have long to wait for the next one, so that's pretty awesome. Right, thanks for joining us in this damnation event and check out our fellow podcasters. Not just for damnation either. They've got some good stuff. I'm, yeah, I'm quite really impressed good. with these guys. I've been listening to them all uh, since we started and really like them. Uh, not just the ones I'm on, I should point out. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So take care, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Bye-bye. Peace. Bye. Iron Fist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney. Any musical images we use belong to their respective copyright holders. We do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at sonsofthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. Just send us mail, comments, thoughts, anything you want, really. It doesn't even have to be related to Iron Fist. You can also find us on Facebook, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon. Our Twitter, at Iron Fist Podcast. Our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash sons of the dragon, uh, hyphens where the spaces are. Our YouTube, Connor Carl, just search Iron Fist Podcast and you'll find us real quick. We are also on iTunes. If you find us there, give us a review and rate us. If it's less than five stars, please say why so we can improve the show. And we're on Podcast Garden in the literature section. And last but not least, head over to our WordPress, sons of the dragon, the immortal artist podcast.wordpress.com. That's where I put all the show notes. And I would like to thank Thomas Tissot for letting us use his Iron Fist theme song for the start of our show. And finally, thanks to you guys for listening.